How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Blake Topmeyer is the SEC columnist for USA Today Sports. He's on Twitter, at BTopmeyer, his podcast, SEC Football Unfiltered, available each and every week wherever you can find podcasts. Blake, I want to ask you about Auburn not getting the ball to their best players. We'll save that for a little bit. If Tennessee's going to exercise the demons, what has to go right tomorrow? <laughs> I, I really think, you know, they don't have to do anything crazy. Like, if, if both teams play to their ability, I think Tennessee's the better team, right? I think they they can't get wrapped up in the hype. They can't come out too wired up. I mean, you, you see sometimes in these Tennessee-Florida games, um, it's like everything that can go wrong does for, for Tennessee. Uh, you know, I think if you just avoid colossal errors, avoid, you know, turnovers, avoid a bunch of penalties, I think Tennessee has the better team. They have the better quarterback. They have better wide receivers. I know Cedric Tillman's uh, in question, but even without Cedric Tillman, I, I think Tennessee has better wideouts. Um, and they have the settled in coach. I, I think, um, on paper, Tennessee's the, the better team right now. It's just, it is rarely ever that simple when, when Tennessee plays Florida. Yeah, to me, it's the thing where if you're asking yourself, how is Tennessee, you know, a 10 and a half, 11 point favorite? Well, that does tell you right there what Vegas thinks. They think that Tennessee is a significantly better team. The one kind of hang up that I have beyond just emotional of, hey, man, I've seen plenty of times where I thought Tennessee had the better team and and Florida ends up beating them. The one concern that I have is, is Tennessee going to be capable of keeping Anthony Richardson inside the pocket and making him beat them? Well, I think that's it, right? I mean, I think if you make Anthony Richardson beat you as a passer, he's hard-pressed to do it. I mean, it has been an adventure every time he puts the ball in the air the past two weeks. And he, he looks like um, – he looks like he doesn't have much confidence throwing it right now. It's, it's, you know, it's not really just grip it and rip it. He's kind of guiding it out there, um, not making great decisions. I mean, that throwing that fade pass for an interception against South Florida last week, just a horrible decision. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you let him run wild, uh, I, Florida can beat you. Because it, what's interesting with Florida is I feel like their, their offensive line has played pretty well. Their yeah, I run agree. game has played pretty well. Like, you know, when we think about Florida, we think quarterbacks and wide receivers um, and, and defensive backs, like those types of things. Um, and they got a couple good DBs, but like they don't have the wide receivers and their quarterback is, is not your typical Florida quarterback either. Like the best thing they got going for them is a little, <laughs> is the ground game. Um, so if you add Richardson as a running threat into the mix, then yes, I, I agree. I think Florida can be dangerous a little bit, but if you take that running element away, 
from Richardson and, and make him beat, it, beat you as a passer, I just I don't think he could do it, really. Well, he certainly hasn't proven it so far because everyone's doing the whole, well, you know, well, you know, that was when people want to criticize Mullen. There is a reason why Mullen tried to play him, and he couldn't do he couldn't run that. And I think the Utah game kind of made everyone probably fire off the Mullen jokes a little too quickly. But I mean, to me, like that's kind of the biggest question. But then the other problem is, you know. Is he is he healthy enough? Like I don't know. Like it wasn't as if like he didn't try to run against Kentucky. He just wasn't able to do it. And then maybe last week he was trying to keep it, you know, keep something in the tank. But I don't know. I guess the more and more I think about it, the more and more it feels like this should be Tennessee's day. It really should. And it's like if not now, then then when? Yeah. Um, and when it comes to the health, I thought Anthony Richardson's answer was interesting after the South Florida game. I mean, Billy Napier was asked about it. And said, as far as I know, he's healthy. Anthony Richardson was asked about it, and he kind of avoided the question and said, like, well, you know, you always get banged up, and i got to get some treatment, et cetera, et cetera. Like, he didn't say, like, yeah, I'm healthy. Why? Right. Um, You know, he kind of made you believe that he's not 100%, and this is a guy that, you know, has dealt with with injuries in the past. And, uh, you know, maybe that's just sort of something he's throwing out there to kind of explain away two bad games in, in a row. But, the way he's played the last couple of weeks, it does make you wonder, is this guy 100%? Because he's not playing like a guy uh, who's physically 100%. And, and I think in some ways, like, maybe they need to simplify things for him a little bit. I mean, the fact that he was even allowed to check out of a run play and first and goal from the five-yard line yeah. and go into that, that fade route, hot pass, you know, Billy Napier said he didn't have a problem with the decision to audible. He had a problem with the pass, like the, the execution of the pass. I had a problem with both. I mean, they gashed South Florida on four straight runs to get down to the five-yard lines. First down, I mean, run quarterback power, hand the ball off. Uh, you know, you don't. He, he, he'd shown me nothing to that point that he needs to be doing hot routes, you know, throwing fades into the yeah. end zone. So I, I really think Florida's going to have to win with their defense and their ground game, and maybe – Maybe Richardson, you know, stuns us as a passer, but you know, we we haven't seen it to this point to make us believe that throughout the course of four quarters, uh, he can beat you with his arm. Jeffrey's theory, Blake, is that Josh Heupel needs a big SEC win ultimately, one that his fan base cares about. Because I think the Kentucky wins are good win, or the Kentucky win was a good win, but the reality is the fan base like that's a game they expect to win, whether or not it's fair or not. You know what I mean? Totally get it. And and on paper, you know, you could say beating Pittsburgh on the road in some ways maybe a better win than beating Florida at home yeah. or beating K- Kentucky on the road last year, I think would, you know, just in terms of football terms, that was a better win beating Kentucky on the road than what beating Florida at home would be this year. But because it's a rival, the name on the jersey, the way this series has gone, uh, what the Florida game means – to Tennessee people. You know, it's interesting. I've not seen the buzz around this rivalry like this since I've been here. I, I moved to Knoxville before the 2017 season, and I've covered every Tennessee-Florida game since then. And there's always been a little buzz around town, but not that much, frankly. Um, and, and this week, you know, with game day coming, Tennessee's undefeated, Tennessee fans you know, they're cautiously Blake, optimistic Blake, about this is one. That, is There's that some buzz. 98 in the air? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going that far. Uh, I'm not going that far. And I and, and I don't think Tennessee fans are going that far either. Like, I don't – I'm not hearing a lot of, like, the balls are back. I'm hearing more, like, 
I think Tennessee fans know they have the better team. They have the yeah. opportunity this year. This is this is uh, in some way an opportunity to cleanse everything that ailed this program for the last fifteen years. They, they need the, they need the this win. They need this they, they win. They really do. They need this win. Honestly, like, I'm not saying the hype player is doomed if they don't win this game by any means. But it does feel like it would be just, if you come out of this game and lose, it is such a buzzkill with all the momentum he's done a nice job generating through whatever it's been, 14, 15 games as the coach. Yep. And it's because, in many ways, it's because it's Florida. Like, Tennessee fans want this one so bad because of how this series has gone, because it's a rival. You know, if... Let's say Tennessee goes nine and three with a win over Florida, but stubs their toe at some point later in the year um, and loses a game that maybe on paper they shouldn't. So let's say they lose on the road to South Carolina or something. They lose to Alabama, they lose to Georgia, but they go nine and three with a with a stub of the toe. I still think most Tennessee fans are going to be okay with that if you beat Florida. They they need this cleansing. Um, well, and to your point, in that scenario, too, they, that means they also go to Baton Rouge and they beat LSU. That's another, you know what I mean? Right. Right. And there would be some frustrations in this hypothetical I'm throwing out there of like, oh, my gosh, how do you lose to South Carolina? But I just think for this program and Tennessee fans, they want so badly to beat Florida. Um, they want to gain some sort of, of, of atonement for all that has gone wrong in this series. Because, you know, most years Florida has the better team and Tennessee loses. But there has been a handful of times – you know, probably five, six, seven times during this stretch where on paper it was either a toss-up or it was lean Tennessee, you thought, coming into the game. And all but one of those times, Florida won the game. Um, and I, I think, you know, coming into the season, we talked about this was the biggest game on Tennessee's schedule, not because it was the toughest game, not because, you know, it was maybe the most toss-up game, but because of the rivalry and because this year Tennessee has the better team, it really makes this a huge game for for Tennessee and Heupel, I think. How is Texas A&M favored? I don't know. That is curious. Um, I, I don't know if people just got spooked by the, the Missouri State game. I, I mean, I did a little bit, but I, I still like Arkansas in that, that game. And um, I thought Arkansas, the, you know, they really controlled the second half uh, against Missouri State. And, and I think – you know, Bobby Petrino has kind of put that program on the map a little bit. Missouri State had no real football history, and they've been to the FCS playoffs last year. You still shouldn't be losing in the fourth quarter to him, but I think it's a decent FBS pro, or excuse me, FCS program. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know because I think Arkansas is going to score in the twenties, um, and if you score in the twenties, I don't know if Texas A&M can beat you. I think this offense is what it is for A&M. I think they have one of the better defenses in the conference. You know, to Jimbo's credit, he did change quarterbacks, but it didn't lead to much different result. I, I don't think did they you, have the quarterback. Did you see a new they Max Johnson? What's that? Did you see a new Max Johnson? Because I saw the same one. Yeah, it's the same one. And, and I think, you know, maybe I trust Max Johnson a little more than, than Haynes King. But we talked coming into the season, like if Max Johnson has to be your guy, there's going to be a ceiling because we've seen what Max Johnson's ceiling is. And you now the offensive line's not particularly menacing. The scheme, I don't think, gives anybody nightmares the night before a game. Um, it's just kind of a limited A&M offense. And so, you know, let's say, let's say Arkansas does score in the 20s. Can A&M match that? I really don't know that they can. I mean, I think this is a kind of a mediocre 
Arkansas defense. I, I think that is sort of their, their soft spot. I think they're more advanced on offense than defense. But I just don't know if A&M can take advantage of that. So if Arkansas scores into the 20s, you know, 24-plus, I like them to win the game, and, and I think they will. Well, the other thing is, I understand it's not an apples-to-apples comparison, but DJ Jerkin at Ole Miss last year, like their defense didn't... Call him DJ Jerkin. DJ Durkin. I think oh. it's... I think it's I think it's Friday. He is kind of yeah. a jerk. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a creative nickname. Yeah. Um no, that was not intentional. But for the most part, they did a pretty good job last year. Except for one game. They got absolutely shredded by Arkansas. And mm-hmm. like they kind of have he kind of has the similar approach of like bend but don't break and like, I don't know. This game, just to me, comes down to who's going to make more explosive plays. I do not understand how you could take Texas A&M in that, in in that toss-up. Yeah, and if it comes down to explosive plays, for sure, I like Arkansas. I mean, they, their, their offense can beat you in a variety of ways. I really like K.J. Jefferson, their quarterback, but Rocket Sanders is just playing incredible. I mean, you know, the play he had last week against Missouri State where he takes like a two-yard shovel pass and turns it into an 80-yard touchdown. And that wasn't I, – I, it wasn't because it was SEC speed versus FCS speed. Like, there were a couple fast dudes on Missouri State trying to track him down. It's just, no, like, Rocket Sanders, like, the name fits. Like, there's – I don't know if there's a better nickname in the conference than Rocket Sanders. Like, um, <laughs> the guy that, that describes him to a T. I mean, he takes a two-yard shovel, and he's gone into the end zone. That's, that's a dimension that is, like – you know, just such an X factor, and then and then right after that, they return a punt for a touchdown. There, I, I really think they're a pretty explosive team. They do have some issues in the secondary. Um, Drew Sanders has been fantastic, the Alabama transfer in the middle of that defense. But I overall, I think it's just kind of a mediocre Arkansas defense. But I think that makes them vulnerable against teams that can score. Yeah, I guess a team like A and M, I just I just don't know that they're built to take advantage of of that Arkansas soft spot really no weirdly I'm way more you know we kind of talked about coming into the summer like hey that was a pretty good spot for them against Alabama I'm way more worried about them next week than I am this week and, and again maybe I'll wake up on Sunday and be like I was an idiot uh you know A&M's defense was legit they couldn't block him but I mean to me I just don't think this game's a whole lot different than it was last year right and, and if A&M wins I think it has to be like that 17-13 type score. Again, if, if this gets into the 20s or certainly in the 30s, it's advantage Arkansas. And I just think this offense is good enough. They're going to put up some points even, even against a, a pretty decent defense that right. they ain't past. All right, the game I think Jeffrey has talked about more per capita, if you will, than any other well, game other than this I, week. Other than Iowa Rutgers. Other than Iowa Rutgers, you're right. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.